Back on May 12th, I told you the story of a runaway tornado that terrorized Metro Miami. If you missed it, you should go back and listen to that. It was pretty cool. They are used to hurricanes in Miami, not twisters. So today, we're back to hurricanes the way it should be in South Florida. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. Hurricane Abel was a rare hurricane that formed outside the typical North American hurricane season. We still had to get to June 1st, and we were nowhere near that date on this day in weather history. The season overall was already awake as we had already registered one tropical cyclone. But this was the first hurricane of 1951, and seeing as how the letter A opens up the alphabet, we had a storm named Abel. On May 14th, the cutoff area of low pressure took its form in a secluded area off the beaten path from the normal prevailing westerlies. That's because it's cut off. But again, this is early in the season, so there is still cold air around, and that continued cold air from behind the trough was still very chilly. 12 degrees Fahrenheit, 7 degrees Celsius. This air mass extended across the low at the surface while stacked with a warmer air mass that was held at the upper levels, and that was in combination with warm sea surface temperatures. Now, this may sound confusing on the surface, but what it translates into is a lot of instability. And when you have that, it means storms. The trough that was holding in all the colder polar air, it began to weaken as the subtropical low, that would go on to be our hurricane, took shape. Then, on May 15th, this day in weather history, this low developed into a subtropical depression when it was offshore about 300 miles or 480 kilometers south of Bermuda. And it was then that it was named Abel. Now, while in the Bahamas it produced winds of up to 95 miles per hour, that's over 150 kilometers per hour, and next, as it moved over the warm waters of the Gulf Stream, the now-named Storm Abel took on the more tropical characteristics and then jumped to hurricane status on May 17th off the coast of Florida. As I mentioned, it was early in the season, but was it precedent-setting? Let me put it this way. Hurricane Abel of 1951 is still, as of this day, one of only four May Atlantic hurricanes on record. Remember that this day in weather history can be enjoyed a number of ways. Right now, you are listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider, but there is also the daily podcast video short. They are shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective, and oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. On May 22nd, Hurricane Abel reached its peak wind speeds for its lifespan while in the United States when it hit 90 miles per hour. That's 150 kilometers per hour. And it did so about 70 miles or 115 kilometers off Cape Hatteras, North Carolina. It then weakened as it turned eastward and withered to an extra-tropical cyclone on May 23rd. And by the 24th, it was over. Abel was finished. After surveying the overall damage and impact of the storm, it showed that Hurricane Abel didn't actually affect any land masses significantly. In Florida, it brought rain. From North Carolina, where the winds were at their strongest, through New England, Abel produced exceptionally high tides and water levels along the shores. No casualties were reported, thankfully. It was a lucky break to stare down the first hurricane of the season and one that hit the record books for how early it formed 
after taking on the name Abel this day in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there on the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to, and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on. Tomorrow is May 16th. We have all heard the children's tune, There's a Hole in My Bucket. And we've all battled through trying to hide a hole in a sock so no one else sees it, or a hole in a sweater or under the arm of our favorite t-shirt. We've all been there. They're innocent and actually kind of funny. But a hole in the ozone layer of our atmosphere is no laughing matter. May 16, 1985, three scientists from the British Antarctic Survey sounded the alarm when they found evidence of an ozone hole over the South Pole. That's tomorrow on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.